Hey guys, this is John and Patrick, and we're here without Austin yet again. His plague continues to <laughs> What's up with that guy? infest his little office area. To wheel himself in here with whatever IV drip he needs. And they were actually pushing him in here oh, yeah. during the day. Uh, hospital gowned. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, he was wearing something underneath. So, you know, those are open back and nobody wants <laughs> to see that. Um, no, Austin's fine. He uh, just, his voice is terrible. Um, and I don't mean in general, I mean, right now he's having a hard time talking. Terrible voice. Oh, and he has a cold. Yeah. And he's sick, but um, bumps. Now he, uh, if he ended up talking for any period of time, he would totally lose his voice and he's just starting to get it back. So we're going to let him ride for another week. Uh, we'll have him back on next week's Walton's country. Let's ride. (laughs) Oh, Russell Wilson. How, who has fallen as quickly as, you know, what's great though. In draft season, he is like. They point to him as like the poster child third round quarterback selection or whatever. And then regular season, that guy is terrible. Who is this guy? Yeah, they shortest leash for the nicest guy. Anyway, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Anyways, so one of the things we uh, wanted, we wanted to do something to have a little something for this podcast since it's just me and Patrick. So we decided we've fallen in love with these Terrapin Ridge uh, grill and squeeze, grill and wing squeezes. Uh, They have a carnitas, a sweet heat, and a hot pepper bacon. So we made ribs with all of them. I wanted to use different seasonings with them, but it was pointed out to me that I was being a bad scientist (laughs) and adding too many variables. So we went with one seasoning. Oh my gosh, you just... I didn't know there was a seasoning behind that one visually. So when you lifted that up, I was like, Matrix. He's magic. I'm not supposed to see that. I do, uh, what is it? Close-up magic tricks. Oh, my God. (laughs) Is that what it's called? Close-up magic tricks? No. There's probably a funnier There's another term for it. I can't think of it. But uh, so we used the Excalibur St. Louis-style rump rub. We used one shaker that got us three racks of ribs. Had Austin been here, we probably would have used all or both of these shakers on three because he overseasons things to a point of insanity. <laughs> so we did three, two, one method, even though Tex hates that method, he's wrong. Um, then with the last 20 minutes, we based it on, well, 10, 15 minutes. Well, what's his method now that we... I didn't ask him. Oh, you just, just go, yeah, that's wrong. Uninterested. Yeah, uninterested. as the right answer. So it's carnitas, a uh, sweet heat, and the hot pepper bacon jam. So we've already tried both of, all, all of them. Uh, yeah, what are your thoughts? Honestly, I like the carnitas the best. That works so well on stuff that's not even meant to be uh, Mexican cuisine. Right. Now, carnitas, I'm pretty sure like its main focus should be pork. Sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know a lot about like a traditional carnitas. And I don't know if it, it's working extra well with this. Uh, the St. Louis style is a very sugar-heavy rub. So I think maybe the, some of the sweetness with the vinegar of the uh, carnitas really works out well because it is freaking delicious. That was my favorite. Yeah. I liked personally, I mean, well, that's a close second, but hot pepper bacon for me mimics a barbecue sauce. So very, um, more traditional flavor rib, um, sweet heat. I don't think I, you know me with the mustard. I didn't get a lot of, but mustards cook off of ribs. Yeah, a lot so of maybe so. that is what it was. So maybe the base, but I mean, good seasoning as well, but I couldn't really pick it up. Just being honest, I was kind of expecting to like carnitas the best. Just yeah. When I tell you I've been putting this on everything recently, I really have been. But I really like the sweet heat too. So I thought the sweet heat was going to far outstripe the hot pepper bacon, but that's a clear number two in my mind. Mm-hmm. A couple of things on it. It's got more sugar in them by far than either one of these two, okay? 20 calories per serving for the carnitas. 
125 calories per serving for the sweet heat. Do you want to take a guess at the hot pepper bacon? 85. Okay, you're close. 60. Mm, yeah. That not as good as your other guests the other day. No, I've been really 1%. good at guessing. Man, I should have took a second. Right. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> what I kind of like about liked about this one more is it did, like you said, acted way more like a barbecue sauce. Mm -hmm. So we squeezed these on and then we used a sop mop to just kind of move it around. And this by far has the best glaze to it. And the sweetness from that really does pop as soon as you bite into it. So, um, very good. Very good. Even the, the sweet heat was good. But like you said, a lot of people when they're doing barbecue, they'll cover whatever meat they're using with just like a yellow French's mustard mm -hmm. and then put which the seasoning all over it because the mustard cooks off and you can't even really yeah, taste it. Yeah, it works as a good binder. Right. Um, I mean, but I, it's a separate debate, but like I've seen what? Mayo used. I've seen. Uh, yeah, I don't like using use mayo. Ketchup at all? Like what's, is there something that you think would work and then doesn't as far as like uh, the flavor sticks when you don't want it to? There's got to be something adverse. Otherwise you can I just, why not just put Hershey syrup on it? Then? I can't think of anything. <laughs> I don't like mayo. And uh, when Tex and I did our steak cook off. That's right. Yeah. As soon as I saw that he was using mayo on one of them, I'm like, I, I will win that one. Mm. What's mayo do to it? I mean, he's going for a crust. That's the mm -hmm. intended purpose. But yep. what did what did you I, think was the downfall of using it in the first place? Mayo has a flavor. Like yeah. I doesn't matter what anyone says. There is if you put mayo in anything, I can taste it. Mm, and yeah. it's not just like the the texture. It's like oh, that's mayo flavor. And it's not good on everything. Like it's great on a roast beef sandwich. It's great on a chicken sandwich, like a sliced deli chicken yeah. sandwich or turkey. But it's got limited applications. Shouldn't be involved in barbecue in my mind. Yeah. I mean, that's a tough sell for any, you know, I like mayo a lot. That These binders get out of hand sometimes, I think. Like, I especially, like, I used to be super duper anti-mustard, right? And this is even a kid. I grew up eating mustard pretzels and I go, oh, wait, that's what that tastes like? Mm -hmm. And then, no, I'm one of those guys. It, it It's fine over here, but not over here. And especially when you see it on a rack of ribs and not knowing it's a binder, I'm like, what are we eating, <laughs> dad? Come on. Every time my wife and I go on a road trip, we'll get a bag each of these like Snyder's pretzel, like they're almost like broken pieces. Ooh, you know okay. What I'm talking yeah, about? yeah, I've actually, yeah, I've had okay. those. She gets honey mustard every time. I've had, and I'll I've go for like those, yeah. hot buffalo wing or something like more exotic. Every time I end up regretting that I didn't get the honey mustard. <laughs> they're better than all the other it's things. Weird. But my brain yeah. won't let me go with it's like, no, you like no, yeah. this type of thing. Yeah. That's me at a gas station every time. I instant regret, choose the wrong thing. I I used to be at my friend's house. I'm like, oh man, what a great night we're about to have. Oh, let's go get something quick trip. I'm like, oh man, that usually gives me diarrhea. <laughs> let's get it. Hey mom, can you come pick me up? So that's how <laughs> I'm that sick. night. Yeah. So I don't know, like, and I get panicked i'll go inside stores apparently this is like sensory overload or something like that panic's the wrong word no no, no. i know what you're i'm an adult about. but you know what i mean like i don't pay attention like i'm almost acting aloof because god forbid someone sees me not know immediately where i want to go and not I, acting I don't know perfectly confident in your choice. yeah exactly yeah. i mean before you go in the store you know exactly the route you're gonna you go i'm gonna grab this and i'm gonna grab that and i'm gonna check out as quick as possible right no, my, I'm like, let me, what's this? What's going on over here? And I'm like, what drinks do people even want? And then I, my V8s I'd get all the time. They, they don't, they don't understand that there's three flavors or that there's a difference between the sparkling and the non-sparkling. 
that's a huge issue for me too right now. So I just, I'm, I'm bad in store situations, but I'm with you now that I have a go-to combos, the pizza one, the green bag. Love delicious them. pretzel absolutely delicious you can eat on them for a little bit but don't look at how many calories are per serving or the entire bag because you'll ruin your day there's also a, it's a wing and blue cheese or something buffalo maybe it's buffalo Sounds blue familiar. cheese really really good it's the blue yeah edges bag that one sometimes delicious. they they market those hair wing flavored stuff like yeah. as far as the wing picture they use and the the, the ranch and or blue cheese combination because those should be flying off the shelves i had they uh doritos had a big chip one time a big xl one and it was like a hot wings flavor i vaguely remember bold. that i think yeah. they're called bold or something and i was like oh my god this is what a chip should taste like every time not only the amount of flavor but just what, what do we say? It, the way the flavor evolves sometimes in the mouth. I was getting this sure. from a chip, a dollar sixty nine bag or whatever, and then they pull them from the shelves, and you can't get used to it. And now nothing's hot wing flavor that I'm aware of, anyway. So nothing that's good. Yes. Uh, the it's another pretzel one, like the pretzel crisps. Mm-hmm. Somebody has one of those. I can't. Remember. It might they, even be Schneider's they get too still. zesty. And then they're but no, they have a hot buffalo wing that's good. They're messier. To, am I crazy? But like that flavor is messier to eat. Yes. Like it gets oh, on your fingers. Of course. More. Like, but like you're talking about the honey mustard stuff. Not as much, at least in my mind. What do you think? Does it cake up on you? No, not to the same, <laughs> not to the same degree. That's what. That's the hard hitting facts you guys need. The viscosity slash, whatever other word you can use there for the the seasoning on your fingers. All right, if you're taking a road trip, yeah. Say you've got four other dudes in the car with you. Worst time ever. Yeah. Too many people. <laughs> I've had three other guys in the car, so let's go with that. Okay, four of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Um, what? You're making it here. Mm-hmm. What are two like snacks oh, you're bringing? One. Flavors um, and type that would please the whole ooh. crowd. So it's a crowd. It has to be a crowd pleaser. So like dill pickles out because you're right. gonna have someone not like dill pickle. You can't do anything too hot. Nope. Gonna turn someone off. Can't have so gigawatt gone. God, anything with ghost. You almost pepper, have gone. to do like a Willie's. Yeah, but all right. So say you say you can't do something traditional. I still think. No. Oh, okay. Go I ahead. I still think tacos. One of those that like you do love that taco. It can't, well, it it's most like it's like, like tastes like taco. Meanwhile, pizza doesn't necessarily taste like pizza. It tastes like tomato paste, mm-hmm. and the, like the the elements. The elements, fire. right? Yeah, yeah. But meanwhile, the taco, everything works together. Um, I don't know. Does something jump off to you? Habanero barbecue. Oh, okay. Yep, that's the one. And then I'd want to make the tender jerky, mm-hmm. but it is sticky. And yes. if it was my car, oh, that's I wouldn't rough. make it because everything would get the steering wheel would get messed. Sure, so I'd make dude. pepper and garlic, probably. I uh anything pepperoni, maybe oh, yeah. I want to just get I gotta go goose hunting this year so we can make more yes. goose pepperoni. You need to get a full how do they comes in tubes? No, that was Colton's idea. So okay. for anyone who doesn't know and hasn't watched our Meet Your Six University Wild Game Goose Pepperoni video, I highly suggest you do that after you're done with this. But what Colton did was he took a uh, a roll of vacuum bags, just shoved a bunch of goose breast in there, and it was probably like three, four feet long, and just sealed it. So we had one long tube of it. It made it super easy to defrost and to cut up to go down to yeah, the grinder. It was, it was awesome. Hard, I mean, hard to store if you don't have uh, yeah. available <laughs> So that would be a problem. If you had multiple tubes, then it's just like, well, why not just make them all? If you don't much? have either a lay down <laughs> yeah. freezer or a vertical freezer, you're going to be in trouble with that method. But yeah, but that was good stuff. I mean, 
that was like early enough where I was like, and we had good stuff, but like for a year and a half, it was, it was, we did a lot of chicken stuff for a little bit there because mm-hmm. we're trying to work in lean meats. And then we started that whole kind of wild game. Like, well, let's really explore what people want to do with the stuff that they're hunting. Right. And then we were like, ah, oh, let's like, uh, you can make pepperoni out of goose. Like, I think we saw a video and we were like, okay, let's, let's try it. No. Or did you have, yeah. What happened there was, um, I had become obsessed with make, trying to make like the perfect pepperoni stick ah. and it was just a different protein and I had a bunch of pork fat on hand. So we're like, let's try a mix. Just did it. Yeah. And it was the most, like you yeah. take, pl- take flavor out of it. Consistency okay. mm-hmm. of the sausage. Now is that the natural cellulose casings we used? No, those weren't natural cellulose or yeah, they were cellulose. But they're not if, natural. They're just cellulose. Case. Oh, I mean, it's made out of like a plant fiber. Okay. So, so it's not, it's, natural? I don't know if correct, you, incorrect way to say it. I don't know if you'd use it or not, but they're peelable. Yeah. They right? got the black line on them. So, you know, to not eat them. And they left that like beautiful shine yeah. on the outside. I mean, they were perfect. Yeah. We probably talk about this too much. No. Anytime anyone brings up like a, Hey, what, but you cut it open favorite? and there was like no voids to speak of really. So it's like we crushed the amount and by we, John crushed the amount of like f- perfect amount of fat to add the way it melted it. The fa- I'm just saying like it's years later, we still bring it up in a way that's like, oh, you guys should have been there. That was the best Super Bowl. Probably too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell but me, I'm going to keep bringing that's, it up. That's a poll. We're going to list four things. Tell us which one we talk about too much. <laughs> what okay. Did, what, what Try else and remind up? me of that on yeah. Friday because we need to put that in the And I'd hate to post. list the other three right now because that'd be 20 minutes of three yeah, things they don't want to hear about. That. We can't go down that. <laughs> so, um, John's okay. Dogs is number one. Come so on. we've got... <laughs> oh, everybody wants to hear more about my dogs. Um, we just had the, our live stream yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Uh, this comes on Friday, so a couple days ago. This month, we're giving away a 22 grinder. Um, our big sale items are we have the Walton's Chambered Vacuum Sealer at $200 off, plus you're getting an extra 10 by 13 uh, bag. There's- Box of bags, I'd hope. Or do you get a roll? 10 by uh, 13 uh, roll? A bag of bags. Sorry. So there's 100 <laughs> of them. There's 100 of them. What's in this bag, honey? I don't know. More Check bags. <laughs> uh, then we've got, I think, $70 off the 26-pound stuffer, $50 off- um, the bag and casing clipper, those might be flipped, but I, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, for if you bought the chambered vacuum sealer, don't forget that any purchase at waltons.com for a retail account that's over $300, you can add any Walton's hat or Walton's shirt that you want, and it will take the price off. Oh man, I wish there was a way to like, can that be a pop up at all when you're on the site? You have $300 in your cart. Yeah, we probably could. That's actually a good <laughs> well. I'm trying point. to think. Like, no, I think a, people would dig that. Yes. And there's been we see multiple $300 orders that people probably just aren't taking advantage of. It. So we're uh, we have extended an offer to a gentleman to come in and replace Rachel. For those of you who don't know, Rachel, who is our website coordinator for the last couple of years, uh, took another opportunity. So the last week and a half, I've been doing a lot of interviews. Um, I don't know if she listens to this or not, but I'm very bitter. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I. Wish only the best for her, and I've been emailing back and forth with her. Um, but that person, when they come in, some stuff like that, like, hey, we want to be able to alert people with over three hundred dollars in yeah. their cart when they're this customer type that they qualify for this. That's yeah, that the type of thing that we're going to give this person expertise. To do. Yeah, and right. then about, I mean, don't get me wrong, we give them time, but then like within six months or years, it's like that should be. Oh, they'll go. Yes. Oh, yeah, for be sure. Able to I do got things you. like that. 
So what if have, we did it like this and then it's even better? We're like, oh, yeah. And then we take all the credit for it. It's great. I'm going to take all the credit for it either way. <laughs> well, should you? You're head of the Doesn't department. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, don't forget to do that. We have these new, the Walton's gray with blue underneath hats. I think we also have another color. I'm not sure what it is, <laughs> yeah. though. Uh, for anyone who isn't signed up for a MeatJustics account, please go sign up for a MeatJustics account and join Team Blue. Austin has been cheating. He says by accident, <laughs> he had this thing pop up on anyone who hadn't joined a team that was like, join team orange, join team orange, join team orange. And he was laughing because I couldn't figure out what he was doing. And I knew he was doing something because team Blue's always been way ahead. And all of a sudden team orange caught us and passed us. So once he passed us and was up by a certain amount, he told me what it was and said, okay, I fixed it now. And it says join team orange or team blue. Come to find out in the live stream yesterday that that's a lie. <laughs> that's not what was happening. He's we're still got, saying only team orange. <laughs> and it was showing up way more often than he thought it was. Somebody in the chat was like, it's so annoying. It won't stop showing up. Oh man. So he figured out what it was. It was a uh, mistake. Oh yeah. Which I don't um, buy at all. <laughs> so I've got some things I'm going to do to That's cheat funny. to, to catch back up. I, um, I imagine you, but at least I'm being honest about the fact that I'm going to cheat to do this. I, imagine, like, Who's I imagine you imagining him, like there's this downward angle on his keyboard and he's just mad, like you, <laughs> yeah. you guys. And then you walk in, Hey buddy. And hey, what's going on? <laughs> and it's back to normal. And then you leave and he's, that's what I thought about team. But, uh, kind of on the same topic. Uh, for anyone who's been to the new Meatistics, we've got a new look with it. And along with that new look is we've got kind of a, a simplified logo. Uh, we'd been using the square Meatistics logo for a while after we fixed it to say meat. Yeah. And then the next line was Gistics instead of meat G-istics. Um, that was just a different design person. That wasn't us. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was not as good. It wasn't good. Uh, I did. I resisted My, changing... I Sorry to interrupt, but remember my suggestion was like, let's put headphones on it. Like, let's really tight. <laughs> like, whatever the logo is, let's put headphones on well, it. Well, like, because th that was the podcast one. Yeah, I was so, trying I mean, to really tight it. it's not totally ridiculous no, that you would suggest that. Yeah, that. exactly. Uh, but anyways, we have a a more uh, streamlined main Meatistics logo now. It's just orange, black, and white. Um, and we are getting new shirts mm. with, that, with that logo on it. And they are the same great material that the Meatistics Patriotic shirts were. They're those next level, like super soft yeah. ones. So that's awesome because, you know, these are good shirts. That, those, yeah. But they're the, not as comfortable as those. They've gotten the more comfortable one. over the years, each shirt design. Cause that's like, fair. I mean, the, the other gray that's like darker than that, uh -huh. that's just a, and the sleeve length. And on remember that. the one that was before that that was like bluish gray? Yeah. Those were very that Pound for pound, that one might be my favorite just as far as like right because now. of those you have on just because of logo and softness and sleeve length. But then the Patriot has my favorite material, yeah, but has a preamble on the back and all that stuff. So. Yeah, the Patriot one no, it's my cool. favorite shirt. Yeah. It's cool, but I'm, you know, I this need some more. I'm team orange. So. Okay. This is... But hey, you're team camo, aren't you? No, nah, gray. gray. No one. Yeah, that one didn't catch on. Uh, so I told Austin to make sure that it's not showing up for anyone on teams. And I said, team, uh, I said, oh, what about gray and camo? And he's like, no, forget that. They don't count. And I was like, nah, oh, we'd okay. hate to complicate it. But they know yeah. those people have, there's a decent amount of gray and camo. Yeah. It's not like super small. I think gray and camo would take over as far as like just a color by color thing. Because people like gray and camo more than the colors blue and orange, I think. But uh, not camo more than blue. Maybe they like to hunt. 
Well, I love how we're camo is also not color. We're like camo. Team stuff. camo has 18 members. Come on, gray. And gray Three, has right? six. So yeah. Austin's not wrong. There aren't many people. Meanwhile, every time I ever wore my hat, the team gray hat, they're like, where'd you get that? How do I get that hat? And I'm just like, well, there was only a very limited amount made. Did we ever even sell? Yeah, we did sell those. I think a hundred maybe. We did. No, I don't ever ordered my future father-in-law needs another one. He's been washing 72. Oh yeah. I mean, you would know the order. Yeah. We would never have ordered that many of them. Uh, but yeah, so those shirts should be coming in fairly soon. As soon as they come in, we'll get them up on the website. Right now, for anyone who's coming and joining us at uh, uh, Bratfest, if you buy two tickets for Bratfest at Waltons.com, you can add any size shirt you want for free. Um, so two of those tickets, if you're coming, do it now anyways to get the free shirt. Man, I think if the, if I see someone in a Meatistic shirt at Bratfest, I might try to give him a coupon or a code be, or something like that yeah there were a bunch of logistics guys here last year yeah i know uh, yeah it was, it's, well it's weird you walk by him and you assume it's someone you're like who did we hire in the store that i didn't know about you go oh no that guy's a customer here i don't know if sinister md the guy who's all the time on our live streams mm -hmm. i don't know if he's a a logistics guy or not well i think he must be we need to revisit any of our main Meatistics guys, like the top 12 guys that are like always on there. If they don't have any merch, I think they should reach out and be like, hey, let me get a shirt because either I haven't gotten one yet or I haven't posted enough, but I'm always, um, I'm always worried about them. And last thing I'll say about the Meatistics logo, it looks like it could be on a NASCAR truck series truck tomorrow. It is clean. I like it. You mean the new one? Yeah, the new yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of orange. I could see it on a, on a white or black truck. It's a good – It it's good. I like it. Good colors. Yeah. Sinister MD, he's either a different name or he's just not on there. Mm. I'm su always surprised that anyone who joins our live streams isn't a Meatistics member. That is okay. Seem like that would almost be like somebody listening to this podcast who's not a Meatistics member. I'm trying to draw a correlation. Like, there, I'm sure there's people I only know from YouTube and I don't go to like their sites, but. That's more personality specific. Like we have a store and a forum behind, you know, it's not just us, you know, it's not like they're so fair point. So I'm trying to draw, like, do you only like, I only watch Matt Damon movies. I don't go to his website. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a, yeah. Okay. I can, maybe I can see your argument. You know, maybe, maybe he compartmentalize, like I compartmentalize YouTube in a way that's like when I'm on YouTube, I'm only watching people that I know from YouTube. That's I, don't, I don't look for them on other avenues, but that's could be, I mean, very specific. So that's fair. But um, Austin did make it where lurking is basically no longer allowed on Meatistics. Excuse me? Uh, like, oh, you have to, you sign have to up. sign up for something. So we're getting a oh huge God. influx of new customers or new users and not customers. Um, Meatheads, as we, but that's a good like thing because we went through and, chopped down our user count because just anyone who hadn't logged in in a long time or never confirmed their email got cut. Mm -hmm. We were at like 2,100. We're down to 19,200 right now. So we cut out almost 2,000 people. Wow. So, but they're a good number, but sure. We, I mean, it's good to see 30 organic users and not like, like, Hey, that's a fake company or Hey, that's a bot account. Or, oh, we've had a ton of those. Yeah. I've just, I mean, that's any site anywhere that's going to happen. But. I've just been deleting them like crazy. 
I like it when they're super, I, I like the detective work. Remember I, I'd start to notice things between, I go, this one has a, a dot and then a number at the yep. end of it. Every time it's a fake account with the real picture. So, um, and new users, we have a user who just signed up oh, yeah. nine hours ago, name of vegan lover. Maybe it's a, maybe they're being sarcastic. I don't I, I'm very interested and hope that they post things because I want to talk to them. <laughs> Wait, okay. That's all we know. Like there's no picture of them. There's no it? nothing, no oh, email, man. no picture. Um, so, cause we, uh, until you confirm your email, we're, you know, we don't see it, which kind of oh, yeah. stinks. Cause it means we can't email you the, like the, uh, daily breakdown or weekly, monthly, however you want it. But so if you haven't confirm your account, confirm. all right, moving on to, uh, meat sticks or meat matters. Sorry. First article is from Big Think, and it's what you eat can reprogram your genes. I found this absolutely fascinating. I'm just going to read a little bit from it. Um, so how is food translated into biological instructions? Remember that food is composed of macronutrients. These include carbohydrates or sugars, proteins, and fats. Food also contains micronutrients such as vitamins and minerals. These compounds and their breakdown products can trigger genetic switches that reside in the genome. Like the switches that control the intensity of light in your house, genetic switches determine how much of a certain gene product is produced. Royal jelly, for instance, contains compounds that activate genetic controllers to form the queen's organs and sustain her reproductive ability. In humans and mice, byproducts of the amino acid methionine, which are abundant in meat and fish, are also known to influence genetic dials that are important for cell growth and division. Vitamin C plays a role in keeping us healthy by protecting the genome from oxidative damage. It also promotes the function of cellular pathways that can repair the genome if it gets damaged. Now, number one thing about that is we're not bees, mm -hmm. right? So what we eat is not going to affect us as the same level as a, a queen bee eating royal jelly or a regular bee eating royal jelly and becoming the queen bee. But the old saying, you are what you eat, is obviously a piece of like ancient knowledge that was passed on that just kind of got, you know, people would say, you are what you eat, you are what you eat. Yeah. But there's like hard truth to that. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, sure, just more of a, like, if I eat a steak, I'm not a steak. No. But what is in the food you eat, like, forms your body. Oh, okay. Down to the genetic level. So it's something yeah. that I think they probably knew at one point, And then that kind of either got lost, got suppressed. I would bet it got suppressed. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I've, you know, with no evidence or background to speak of, <clears throat> I always thought, people always that said genetics were the problem. I just thought it was more like... Um, Tradition was the problem. So, like, if if their if their parents or grandparents were big big people, mm -hmm. it was because they were fed a lot of food growing right. up. Their family was food centric, and then they just teach that to the next generation, and they teach that to the next generation. So, they could be the just the tradition of eating, so to speak. I mean, bad habits more than more than anything. Yeah. But it's, I mean, like I said, I don't know anything about genetics, but yeah, no, it, it's just super interesting, and I I like. That things like this are coming. The only thing, only thing I know about genetics is I'm a forty-two thirty. Other than that, no, forty thirty-two. That's what I. What, oh, is that your pants size? Oh, that's my jeans. Oh, okay. yeah. 
Um, hundreds of uh, hundreds of scientists blast zealots pushing plant based meats zealots. or plant based diets. The, the zealots is in quotes, but uh, this is from the New York Post. Hundreds of scientists have band together to blast the push to adopt plant based diets, arguing that meat is critical to a well balanced diet and warning against villainizing carnivores. Experts behind nine new research papers published in Animal Frontiers are among nearly a thousand signatures on a declaration looking to prove the value of red meat amid a global increase in vegetarianism and veganism. Livestock-derived foods provide a variety of essential nutrients and other health-promoting compounds, many of which are lacking in diets even among the populations with higher incomes. Well-resourced individuals may be able to achieve adequate diets while heavily restricting meat, dairy, and eggs. However, this approach should not be recommended for the general population. I, I just, I want to hear a, applause from, or for these people. Um, the, the pushback against all of this crazy plant-based meat, uh, vegan diets has begun. I feel like Ooh. for a long time, nutritionists didn't want to take on this fight because they say it in the headline, these people are zealots yeah, and they will go crazy over it. Um, but I feel like they're, we reached peak veganism when uh, Burger King was selling a vegan burger or McDonald's was selling a vegan well, burger. Who even like, who wins the long game in that? Like vegans were like, okay, we'll put it in a Burger King and Meat lovers like, aha, we got you to put it in a Burger King. Like that goes against all your core principles and values. So it's just like, who really? That's a tough one though. Cause I mean, I'm sure they're trying to spread their message and we're about the same time. It's just like they're playing ball. But some of them, like some vegans are just don't want, like it's some, it's ethical, some it's health, you know. And it's hard. I bet you they, a lot of them feel like that though. They, they feel like that company just because there's a vegan burger. It's like, okay, now veganism is now accepted. They're probably, no, 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 they're. They probably view that as like they're just trying to get you to do this so sure. it's just a fad and then it doesn't work out. So the, I don't know. The, I could see a pushback from a million different ways. And then there are people who were pushing for Burger King to do this. And then as soon as they got that, instead of saying, okay, we got what we want, then wanted to probably push, oh, it should all be vegan. It should all be. You should only, well, probably only be eat. able to eat what I eat. Well, and then it's like if if they're truly vegan they're not going to go to burger king to get that burger no. there's not they like i said they probably almost feel like insulted that that's even there someone for sure uh plant-based products that attempt to mimic the nutritional qualities of meat and dairy are playing a losing game this is from uh foodnavigator.com um one of the things that was really interesting about this was this is the first time i've ever not been able to copy and paste from oh, yeah. an article into our OneNote, I kept trying to do it. And it was just like, uh, no, I was pasting and it was just pasting the article link and I wasn't paying attention to the page. I finally went back and there was a big pop-up that said this material is copyrighted. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. Anyways. Can I, can I run an idea by you really quick? And this might not even make it in if we decide it's too absurd, but the, because we talked about uh, the, the carnivore diet real, real quickly. But I was thinking, I was like, when and it's more political affiliated than it is like, um, veganism or not, but, um, now it might just be my own bias, but I feel like more people that do the carnivore only diet would be more aligned with being a uh, Republican and or conservative. 
I don't do, think so. Do you don't have that same? I don't think so. No. Okay. So it's probably just my own bias. Yeah. We'll probably cut this out, but then I'll finish it with like, no, leave it in. But if I said keto, I would assume more of a liberal stance on it. No, no, okay. I, don't, I, I don't think so. I mean, I don't see it. it do you Who see knows? the distinction I'm trying to make? Maybe yeah, like it's I, they're parallel thought, but meanwhile they're on but there's separate a difference thoughts there. of yep, yeah, for sure. So. I don't think what you eat to a certain extent. Because we asked a week or two ago if like if if eating meat was more masculine, right. feminine. And I think what they're trying to say is is more conservative. Because like they're you know, middle America, agriculture, cowboy, like that's is that what they're trying to say without saying it? And so, by they, I'm okay. not saying I see a, what you're a po- negative no inclination. I'm saying someone different aligned thoughts. Your point is that article is confusing masculinism with conservatism. I don't know, Patrick. There might be something there. There's something. There I mean, might be something there. Maybe, but I personally we're, I think we're it's not all, journalists. So yeah, we can't personally, really I think it's all ridiculous, it. and people just no. Exactly. I mean, that's that was just the hard thought I was having. I was like, it, wow. I go carnivore diet. I've only ever seen people. Oh, not only ever seen, but like in my realm, everything's curated to your interests, anyways. Nowadays, mm-hmm. so it's like I only see Republicans do it, whether it's Jordan Peterson or his daughter or John Tremblay of all people. So I'm he's not. not a, uh, carnivore. I'm close. Well, you you only ate steak and meat there for a little bit there, but. Apples. Apple. Always apples. Apples to apples. Always apples. But then, uh, but then, you know, you hear keto, you see more gym-centric ideas, but meanwhile, they're just eating all meat only. And not all meat, but anyways. Personally, I still think it's rural rural versus urban. There's another urban. argument. That, that, that's, that's what I think That's another great argument. Like, if you want to make that argument, yes, absolutely. So rural, urban, so that's uh, conservative and li- liberal. But it's not. Like, you have- Sure. Let's move on. Sure. That's right. Okay. <laughs> it's a bigger question. From Food Navigator- uh, it's time plant-based manufacturers stop talking about the healthy nutrients that plants don't have and focus on those they do have. Plant-based products cannot match and don't have to match the health benefits that red meat consumption brings to a balanced and healthy diet. The professor of protein structuring and sustainability, sustainability at Wageningen University said at the recent plant-based protein manufacturing summit in Amsterdam. Instead of aiming to mimic the healthy nutrients found in meat, said Vandergroot, plant-based products should focus on those healthy nutrients only found in plants. I 100% agree. Also, stop trying to make it look like meat. Yeah, I don't... It's not meat, and that's fine if that's what you choose to eat. Why are you trying to make it like meat? Why why didn't the word like protein used? Alternative proteins. What do you mean? Well, like instead of calling it meat, just call it protein. Oh, is there no, okay. Uh, well, I mean, is there no real the like, real problem with that? No, there's like protein and soy and stuff. It's just not as bioavailable. Your mm-hmm. body will not process it. The best uh, example I have is spinach has an incredible, incredibly high amount of iron. Yeah, your body is not absorbing any. Well, it's absorbing very little bit of that. So, okay, you could eat. The same uh, uh, micronutrient amount of uh, iron in protein, or uh, sorry, in um, uh, spinach and a steak, you'll absorb almost all the steak. You're going to absorb very you, little bit of that. You only need one bowl of total, while you need <laughs> six bowl of cornflakes. <laughs> that's how I was thinking of when you're doing that. Okay. On top of the issues of price, taste, and texture, the nutrient credentials are a challenge for the plant-based sector. The food industry has witnessed the prolifer... Pro, I knew I was going to struggle Prolific? With that. No. Proliferation of new plant-based meat and dairy substitutes that aim to mimic the organoleptic 
properties. Yeah, right. Or organoloptic. Organoloptic. What well, can I get the country properties of, of their conventional counterparts? So yeah, really, just I think we'd all be happier if they just stopped marking them as plant-based burgers. Just call it a puck. Based. That's burgers. what it is. Yeah. It's a puck. Protein puck. You need a alliteration. Uh, this is from Food Safety News. Mysterious outbreak sickens more than a dozen and closes restaurants. State and federal officials are investigating a new outbreak of illness linked to an as-of-yet unnamed restaurant. The FDA has released little information about the outbreak except that 13 people in one state are sick. All of their illnesses are linked to a single restaurant, according to an outbreak notice from the FDA. Ooh, can we guess? The ages of the sick people have not been released. The FDA has not reported whether any of the patients have required hospitalization. It also has not reported what symptoms the patients have had or whether any laboratory tests have been conducted. The agency has begun traceback efforts, but has not indicated what food or foods are involved in the traceback. The restaurant has suspended operations until further notice. The FDA has not reported where the restaurant is located. Oh. It is also not reported whether the 13... Uh, People were from one or multiple dining groups. Talk about clickbait. What do we do? What no, did no, we no. discover? Okay. So I've thought about this for a long, like I've always kind of wondered how the FDA dealt with these things because if they were like, hey, it's, even if you just said it was well, it's in, not the location in it's this like, town, it could be like the produce brought to that place. So then you have to like, it's multiple restaurants potentially. Okay. But if it was that, they would have said, oh, that's a good point. Then yeah, they so this is at a, a specific to, location. Oh, man, they are but ruined. But I, I, I think I like the fact that they're not saying, hey, this was John's Diner in you Wichita, like Kansas. I think I do. Because, A, then you're going to get people who are like, I eat there. I must have be sick, too. That's a good point. And, necessary. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, what if it was something like that that's totally outside of their control? There was something, a local article that- um, I saw it. The it mentioned three different places in town. I saw it. One of them was like, "Here's what, here's how crazy I am." Well, first of all, they they didn't. It was Dog and Shake near my neighborhood that I grew up in. Yeah, but the reason they didn't pay. Did you read the article? That I just saw that they didn't have an available meat thermometer. So they were like, "Oh, I don't." You gotta really have one. No, I totally get it. Yeah. But but it's creating just a false idea of. Uh, of not only the establishment, but how the people run it and and, and the, the legitimacy and safety of the food. It was just. Well, they're creating that by not having a meat thermometer while they're selling meat. Mm, yeah, but well, let's get sick first before we start. <laughs> you know what I mean? The whole purpose is to stop people from getting sick. All right. The they shouldn't have been on the list. I think that was like, I'm looking at that and just like, all right, this guy had nothing to write about. He had nothing to write about. Fair enough. Yeah, the article is grim. Uh, this is from the uh, India Times. So, you know, it's not American, but uh, it is, can I have meat regularly if I have high cholesterol? There is a poor correlation between dietary fat and blood cholesterol and the risk of heart attacks, says Dr. Rajeshkar. Dietary fat contributes to less than 30% of blood cholesterol, and elevated blood cholesterol is largely due to genetic enzyme defects, which allow accumulation of unhealthy cholesterol in the blood and formation of blockages in the arteries and the hearts and brain. I love that this is becoming, I, I've been harping on this for years now, that the amount of cholesterol you're eating is not what's causing you to have high cholesterol. It's a defect you already have. Is what and it's stress. 
Oh. Those are the two things that cause high levels of cholesterol is the building block for everything. Literally everything. Without cholesterol, you're dead. Mm. You're dead in no time. Like if you had zero cholesterol. Need, where were you at in school? Just just look over you. But there's still doctors out there. There's still doctors out there putting people on statins for high cholesterol. Oh, yeah, that's how you get paid. Exactly. I know. I don't I saw, like it either. I saw a meme the other day that was a doctor and it said, Don't can please don't confuse your internet research with my years of schooling. And the response was, please don't con, uh, confuse your wanting to get paid, be famous and something else for my ability to do research. I was at five already. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, that's right. We started late. You're going to yeah. get sponsored by Patton, dude. Yes. Please don't con or confuse your job and wanting to get paid and blah, blah, blah with my ability to do research with the best <laughs> tools ever known to man. It's like, yeah. Burn. There's a lot of doctors who I'm sure are just not keeping up with everything. Cause how could they? Dude, we need to, I know like there's certain, I'm not going to a doctor. There's certain powerful right. tools like uh, LinkedIn and stuff like that. But like, if there was a Twitter just for doctors, imagine the diseases we could cure. Oh, I bet you there is. There's got to be something. It's got to be something. Well, but you can you can't post about like your day. It has to be about like, hey, what do you guys think about this? And then people can hear their comment like, oh, this loser. He has no idea what he's talking about. But as long as it's relevant. All right. Two last stories. Neither one of them had anything to do with me. Well, one of them kind of does. Um, I just kind of ran across this and it drove me nuts. Uh, it is people standing for national anthem horrifies... <laughs> progressives in viral I video. I saw that. This feels so dystopian. What? What world? is wrong with I've the Pledge of places Allegiance? You stop and you you take your hat off, you stand, you stare at a flag, and then you get back to your conversation. Every single uh like Pheasants Forever banquet Every, we go yeah. to, BHA, like there This I, is a normal part of life. I been to fake wrestling matches. They do it. <laughs> You know what, what do you mean? mean by fake? You mean like just like in a gymnasium somewhere? Like not <laughs> like WWE? <laughs> no, I mean like it was at the, like the Cotillion, like a local, like it wasn't high school wrestling. Right. It wasn't Greco-Roman. It was like- Wrestling it's wrestling. It's still real to me, but it was, uh, yeah. <laughs> so even they're doing it, so. Yeah, I just, I, I cannot believe that that is like so odd to somebody uh, that they would find it odd. And then the fact that some people filming. found it alarming, the person who videotaped it later said like, I've never felt so unsafe. So what was the full context of it? So they it's, in were, a, it's in a restaurant. This restaurant every day at noon does the Pledge of Allegiance. That's not, that's nice. We did that every single morning of elementary school. Uh, it's the national anthem. Sorry, not the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, that wait. might be actually, a, if it was the Pledge of Allegiance, it might have been slightly. Yeah, which one's more? Yeah. I like both. Both are nice, If it, especially once again, the word we, I keep using Tradition. It's just, it's not meant it's to be part of being an American. Part, well, we have such a young history. God forbid we're trying to get, uh, you know, a, uh -huh. a, a unity of some sort. And then in that article, they were quoting people on from like TikTok or something. Some were like, well, what a quotable. What I'm that? from Spain and I, we never see this. This would, dude, I don't care what any Europeans think about yeah, anything. Yeah, people breaking Specifically apart. Specifically not yeah. how we act as Americans. Yeah, we got out of that. We said, it, all right, see you guys later. This we don't is something be we like doing. Do. Yeah. All right. And then the last thing that has nothing to do uh, with me at all, uh, Australia diver that was killed by a 15-foot great white <laughs> shark. Hold on. Not that that's funny, but the fact Hold you, on. You, you crowbar and sharks. This is the one 
where I watched the video of it. Oh no. Cause they recorded it. This is like from a year ago. Dude, I haven't seen this. I well, it, well <laughs> the only thing I think you can see anymore is with it blurred out, but you can still hear more than you want to hear. Oh, no. You can hear him scream. Um, <laughs> but oh, you're going to leave that. They have just <laughs> announced that they are not considering this an unprovoked attack. Okay. So in like the international shark attack files, this will not show up towards those statistics because he was swimming where people were fishing. This is the type of nonsense they do. Yeah. This is not a provoked attack. Market a COVID death. I don't even know what a provoked shark attack would be other than like if somebody went up and poked a shark in the gills or something. It's like, uh, it's like when they like kill or killed by cops or whatever. It's just like they jump in and say, get me. Come on, come at me. So man. suicide by cop. Suicide. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, suicide no. by shark. <laughs> yeah. No. I has there ever been anyone that's been attacked by a shark that wanted it to happen? Come on, I'm ready. Ocean. There must take have me. been. There's gotta have been. <laughs> no, I want to drown. Leave me alone. Yeah. Get out of it's here. It's a bad way to go, man. Man. Bad Which, way to go. Shark, any, anything in the ocean. Here, I got a last thing for you, and it is meat related. Okay. Good burger two, I think, is coming out. What should the plot be? What are you talking about? The movie, Good Burger. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good oh, Burger. Oh, God, Can we're I done. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> and this. Is Mondo Burger coming oh, back terrible to take movie. over? Unbelievably terrible movie. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for being with us. We will see you again next week where we will not talk about Whataburger. It's not what It's Good Burger. It's home the same the thing. Thanks for checking out the Meatistics Podcast. To shop everything but the meat, head on over to waltonsinc.com. And to get your meat processing questions answered by experts and enthusiasts alike, head on over to our online community at meatgistics.com. Waltons, everything but the meat.